Back of the end zone. He'll run it out to the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 45. There goes Davis. Oh, my God. Davis is going to run it all the way back. Welcome back to another episode of The Rant. Today is Saturday, April 3rd, and it's the Final Four. Sadly, the tournament is coming to an end. So it's a bit it's depressing. It's a wild one. But it, it's, it, it's not wild for who's left, honestly. Well, it's, it's funny because this tournament has probably been one of the most chaotic, uh, at least that in, I, in my memory, rounds, yeah. uh, just from the first two rounds... Uh, just the num- the number of double digit seeds upsetting single digit seeds. The number of uh, mid majors, uh, mid majors. But but I feel like this year especially, it wasn't even a ton of mid majors. There was a couple of them, but then it was just a bunch of low seeded ha- low seeded power five teams that just kind of came out of nowhere, right? Like Syracuse. You look at Oregon State. You look at UCLA, who's in the Final Four. USC, they weren't double digit, but you know, I don't think a lot of people had them going as far as they did. USC, no. even Oregon to an extent. Uh, I mean, from what we learned, uh, the Pac-12 was slept on. Yeah. I think a lot of it is honestly, and th- we're definitely guilty of this. The Pac-12 just plays. Well, they play so they late play in late the day. At night. No one watches yeah, the games. That nobody can watch them. So that so kind of helps. They don't, and, and also, out of conference, they weren't that good, so they didn't get benefits in a lot of the computer metrics that the Big Ten or the mm. Big 12 got that were just insane out of conference. And that kind of just contributed to it. But yeah, I mean, they can hoop. Yeah, but sure. despite all the chaos, we have two one seeds, a two seed, and then, of course, the 11 UCLA. seed UCLA in the yeah. Final Four being the outlier. But mostly, I think, what people predicted... I mean, I had I had in in two of my brackets, I had Gonzaga winning the whole thing, and I had Baylor winning the whole thing, right? So I think, and we knew this a little bit coming well, I mean, into the tournament told me that... that that the top three, four were like had separated themselves as being. Yeah. And you Michigan know, laid an egg. Yeah, and and Illinois in the earlier rounds too. did as well, but but I think people were pretty confident keeping Gonzaga, Baylor in kind of a class of their own and we've seen that in the tournament they've rolled through the competition yeah, where you've seen like wanted to talk about where you've seen like you know a team like houston who's a two seed they've struggled here and there now they've still won all their games and that's why they're here but they, we'll, we'll talk about it they've struggled um going forward which, which matchup do you want to start with do you want to start with the gonzaga ucla I, or do you want to start I with baylor start houston? with the i want to start with the the baylor houston one because i think if somebody had come to me at the beginning of the tournament and said Hey, the final four uh, matchup on one side of the bracket is going to be Baylor Houston. I wouldn't have smacked them in the face. I no, like, but I would have been like surprised that's... on the Houston side because yeah. I know I know personally I was I was no. Pretty... We both thought they were a little bit. I and I, I thought they're they're fraudulent. I still think they're a little bit fraudulent. I mean, they're the only team in in final they four history only double digit seeds yeah. to only play double-digit opponents, right? Cleveland State first round. Rutgers was a 10 seed, and they should have lost that game. Rutgers blew it. We've talked about this at yeah. length. Uh, Syracuse, of course, was a, was on fire and then completely 
you know, imploded against them. Yeah, uh, couldn't hit anything. And Oregon State just couldn't get the three point shooting going like they had previously. Well, and they did it too. They did, but they did it too late, right? Like they made a huge comeback and then they let it slip at the end. But they've had—I don't want to say easy competition because all those teams had one games to get them in those against good teams. Yeah, exactly. those situations. But think about it: in their bracket, they had Illinois. Oklahoma State and West Virginia, and they didn't have to play any of them. Now, I know that, again, I know that's all circumstantial because, like, oh, well, if those teams were good, they would have just won their matchups. But it's like we all know that that's not necessarily the case, right? Like, I still think 9 out of 10 times you'd still take Illinois over Loyola Chicago just because the personnel's better. They just had a really bad game, and, and Loyola Chicago had a really good game. I am I would stand by that. But there's I think... Very, there's very few genuine upsets where I'm like, no, I actually think that the worst team seed-wise is... Like, I do think that UCLA has better personnel than BYU. Like, for example, just to use, like, that example, mm. right? Where the lower seed, actually, I do think is a better basketball team. Um, and just, like, they're underseeded. Like, for example, do I think that Syracuse deserved to be an 11? Probably not. Did, did are, I mean, Oregon State, nobody knows what to think about Oregon State because they were projected to finish, what, like, last in the Pac-12? Yeah. At the beginning of the season, they didn't even do that well in the Pac-12 regular season. Then they just burnt through the Pac-12 tournament. That's the only reason they even made March Madness. Yeah, is because they won the Pac-12 tournament. If they hadn't won the Pac-12 tournament, they wouldn't have made it, right? So and then, yeah, it, they you, tear through three teams, and you're like, well, what do is this team good now? Is is this team not good? We nobody knows. It's hard. It's hard. To, it's hard to give the, a team like that a seed. Right, yeah. just because you don't know what you're getting, clearly you yeah, don't. It's know like what you're, you're getting. super hot now, but you also suck for the first three quarters of the season. So I, I, I right. just don't know what to think about Houston, about right? Houston, because like they yeah. still, we know they're a good team, yeah, but how talk good some players? They do have a couple of good players. How obviously. good is good though? Is like you don't yeah. know how to value that because. I just think that Baylor's such a tough matchup for Houston. I think Baylor's I, a tough matchup for a lot of teams. Well, because, because they have three guards NBA so guards, good. and what yeah. team has even more than one? Yeah. Right? They, and they play, and those three guards also play great defense, all three, and they all can shoot really well. So, like, I think UCLA Baylor would have been an interesting matchup just because, yes. I mean, obviously, it can, just because you have at least you have Juzang, you have Jaime Jaquez, you have Tiger. That can that are like you could say professional caliber guards that can at least challenge the Baylor guys. Well, and and you Houston think about UCLA's like team makeup, like the three number the, the three guys on their team, right? In order, yeah. are their three guards. So you think you know yeah. maybe there's there's a scenario where well, it's, and they're both kind of weak down low. <laughs> yeah, Honestly. but I I do think Baylor just obviously yeah just their 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 bigs are their weakness, but. They still they're still better than UCLA's bigs. Yeah, and I say they're their weakness because that's not the way they don't play through their bigs, right? Like their bigs, Mark Vidal's there to set screens, get and physical rebound. rebounds, right, and putbacks, things Box like shots. that. Yeah, Flo Thamba. But he does is, that very well. I yeah, mean, Flo Thamba is 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 like a taller, skinnier big man, and and his job is a, a basically the same thing: just clean Box up all, all around the glass and, and and put things back up. It. I'm not saying they're bad players, but I'm just saying in that they're that team, like, they're yeah. used pretty sparingly. Yeah. That, thing, th that is a guard-focused team. So if we flip to the other side of that match now, we look at Baylor. Baylor and Gonzaga are the only teams that haven't really been pushed mm -mm. this tournament. I mean... Baylor more so than Gonzaga, but Baylor... I'd say the Arkansas game was a little bit of a scare... For Baylor, if you want to use that word. Well, they had like an eight-minute stretch where they just couldn't do anything. And, and Arkansas then... was was staying close, 
Yeah. But I don't think anyone was worried that Baylor, that Arkansas yeah. there was, was going to. There was to... no point where I was watching that game. I'm like, Baylor's going to lose. Mm-hmm. And and I, t- I think that the score is also inflated by just a bunch of chuck-ups at the end of the game. Like some of these scores, you can't look at the final score line. I mean, we knew that Baylor was going to win. And Baylor pretty much was in control that whole game. I mean, Villanova, again, that game was further apart than the score line. It's just that... Um, Villanova had a couple of big threes. Well, Villanova had a really strong first half where they kept it yeah. really close. Yeah. And I think that set the tone. I mean, but, Wisconsin, they smacked them, and then Hartford, obviously. But Baylor has happened. the experience one. It's a There's a lot of upperclassmen. They have talent. As we mentioned, they have three guards that have professional futures. Yeah. And, the, I mean, they, they, they have the perfect combination of shooting – and really good defense, and especially yeah. at the guard position, where guards are mo- the most important position in Dude, they can March just put Madness. The clamps on people. They can just that, put that, the absolute clamps on well, people. Well, because it's like if they can put anybody on your best guy, they can put three it's, three it's, different guards on your best guard. It's also so many teams that have like the primary ball handler guy. They do a lot of like high screen and roll and stuff like that. Especially if the guy isn't like an ankle breaker crossover type of dude. Like I mean, you look at UCLA. They do a lot of like high screen and roll, right? Well, they'll bring one of the bigs up. Because, I mean, Tiger Campbell, he's a great guard, but he's not, you know, like your ankle breaker crossover kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> Baylor is just so switchable, you know, through those first three positions. They're so switchable that they just don't care about that. I will say Houston, the one thing I will give Houston that, that makes this, I think, a game is that Houston plays really good defense, like really yeah. good defense. The highest really, really number defense. of points they've given up in the tournament is 61 points. So they, and obviously they haven't faced a team. Well, they like run Baylor. a lot. We're not I mean, talking they run about a lot. They haven't placed a Baylor level team. No. I know that, but close. but I'm just saying, to hold four different teams to 61 or less, especially teams that all had been shooting ballistic. Especially yeah, especially them. Syracuse because we know how good Syracuse offensively had been in this tournament. But I'm just saying, they play really good defense and they do have a lot of like very versatile, small forward guard type position players that I think it will be. I think it will actually be a pretty low-scoring game, if you ask me, because it'll be a lot of like guard on guard, a lot of switching. I think it yeah. will be a a, a lot of long, game. lot of long possessions deep into the shot clock. Mm-hmm. I know. do think Baylor wins this. Wins I this game. I, I agree. Uh, I don't think it's by a ridiculous margin, though. No, and and I, you I look at Baylor's games though. Besides the first max. one, they've pretty much all won. They've won all their games by about ten points, right? And I think that stays. Yeah. This I think that's the same thing that happens in this. I think it's a ten point game. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a, a little bit close in the end. One team's gonna have to foul, and they're just gonna have. They're just gonna, kind of, yeah, coast to a ten point victory. I mean, that's kind of the way they've done it so far. But and Baylor hits their free throws, and Baylor hits three pointers too. At a higher rate than Houston. <laughs> Baylor, Baylor. I think statistically, I think they're the best <coughs> team left in the tournament by a pretty decent margin. I know Gonzaga's second. Um, I don't know where the other two stack up, but I know Baylor because Baylor is one of the three or four best three-point shooting teams in the country, and the other teams aren't left in the tournament. So mm-hmm. yeah, that is the one advantage that they have. They they can hit the deep ball. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's look at the other side of the bracket. I feel so bad for UCLA. This is well, just the worst matchup for them. It, it's because they can't defend the rim. Yeah, that is going to be a an issue. They um, can't defend the rim. I mean, this we'll is so talk about that in them. a second. I'm just gonna sit here and talk about UCLA. Of course, came all the way from the play-in game against Michigan State, and then which we didn't even think they would win. <laughs> yeah, I mean that was a toss-up. 
I didn't know what to that think about that. That was their closest that. game. That's the wildest part. That was their closest game. Uh, that went no. to OT. Well, no. the Michigan, they won by two, but they, I would say they Michigan have to go to OT. Closer. I would say Michigan. Well, they had to go to OT against Michigan State. I know, State, but, that's why. Uh, but they've also beaten the number two and the number one seed in their in their, uh, in their yeah, bracket. Yeah, smacked on them, too. But the thing is, UCLA, they have two... Three, you could argue, argue, very good guards. And again, having great guards is always really important in March. I do think this game starts out really competitive. I I do Juzang think so. And Hawk has a because because UCLA also plays very underrated defense, as we've seen at the tournament. On the they perimeter, really gave yeah. Michigan fits all game. But like, I mean, they did a decent job against uh against well, the they big were du- of, But they were doubling Michigan. him. But they were doubling him. I know. But I'm just saying, you can't double Gonzaga the same way. I know. I know. I'm just saying. Yeah. They they play good team defense and they I do think it'll be a competitive first half at the very least. But the thing is Gonzaga, I mean, they've won Look all the their games by games. 20 minimum. <laughs> they won their first game by 40, they won their next game by 20 uh, by Their their lowest scoring is, output was 83 points. Their lowest margin of victory was 16. And everybody Against an eight seed Oklahoma, and I thought, and and I and everybody else thought that USC would be the toughest matchup for them because and they UCLA won by is long, they're athletic, and they won by well, twenty. USC also has like the best two point. They had like the best two point defense, I guess, or yeah. something like that in the country. Well, and they and they're switchable. They're long. They're athletic. They play good defense. They have two elite big men, right? And I mean, Gonzaga just toyed with them. Yeah. And think about it. This is a USC team that like two days earlier had played Kansas and beat them by thirty. Yeah, I mean, they have a lottery pick point guard in Jalen Suggs. They have an All-American, Corey Kispert, who has really not even done that much in the and, tournament. And, and, and the neither of them thing. is the best player on that team. And, and Drew Timmy thing. has put up 30, 22, and 23 in the last three uh, March Madness games that he's played. So that's where that's where the difference – that's the difference maker, frankly, uh, if you ask me. Just as we mentioned, UCLA doesn't really have a, a true big. They play a small ball. Timmy's going to toy with And Timmy is going to – have hit whatever he wants because in contrast to dickinson like dickinson's a stud obviously but he does not have the kind of inside out offensive game well he doesn't move Drew the timmy same does. way timmy does timmy yeah. timmy's like a point point he's not a point forward I, let me take that but back. he can drag he, you out to play, the elbow he moves like a you. four yeah. that plays the five right yeah. like he, his he game runs is the just floor. so difficult to defend he can shoot yeah he shoots he shoots. He shot fifty three percent against USC. He shot seventy one percent against Creighton, and he shot seventy five percent against Oklahoma. And that's and that's fifty three percent against a USC team with the best defensive big man in the country. And he Think he didn't that. take threes in the, in those games. Yeah, and like he that's, shot fifty three percent. The one thing Timmy does though, he does foul a lot. So that yeah. It'll be interesting I mean, with all the too, guards. I'm not too worried about that on UCLA because, like, who's he going to foul? No, I know, I know. Big. But, uh, listen, um, if if UCLA can drive and, and yeah, that's try what they're and get to him do. into foul trouble, that's their best bet, I guess. But and the, and the, I'm not, I, I think the strategy for UCLA is you got to – you have to prevent those entry passes because once he gets the ball, they don't have guys who can stop him. And, yes. they, and they have good defensive guards. I mean, both Juzang and Hakez were, like, I think all Pac-12 defensive I do team. think. Um, so they have to stop the entry pass. That's the only way. I, I do think that I can't, I, 
Obviously, I, I'm picking Gonzaga to win this game. Yes. I think you'd be foolish not to just because Gonzaga is the, clearly the best team in the country and yes. they've beaten everybody by 20. But I do, I have to give credit to UCLA. No, I think this, this will point. be the closest game Gonzaga plays. I, I do think so. And <laughs> I, 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 I'm not worried about UCLA com- completely laying an egg. I think at this point, it's just no, no. There's that the likelihood of that happening is so low. I think it'll and be. They close. have two good players. They have too too many good players for that to happen. Yeah. What are the odds I, that all three of those guys like crap the bed on the same day? Right. Yeah, like, yeah but also at, at this point, like the whole like David Goliath thing, I feel like. No, I think like they really think they can play with these guys. They really do believe they can play with these guys. Yeah, and they've and, proven. I mean, they beat I, Alabama and Michigan. Like, what do you want? I think I think it will be uh, competitive. I, I, I do, yes. and I hope it is because this is frankly a really good game, even though it's. May seem like a mismatch on paper. Dude, we got a Texas matchup and a West Coast matchup. Like this yeah. is Yeah, no no teams east of the Mississippi this year. No. Sad. You wanna you wanna talk about all the dumb people on Twitter who are like, the NCAA set up Gonzaga to win this. They hit such an easy road. Okay. Number one, they're the number one overall seed. They should have the easiest road. Yeah, that's, that's the, the privilege of being the number one seed. <laughs> that's the number that's two the point. Okay, it's not their fault that the two seed in their region lost in like the second round. Okay? <laughs> It's also not their fault that the three seed lost. It's also not their fault that the four seed lost. That the too. four seed lost, and then they played the five seed and beat the doors off of them. Yeah. Also, they beaten they in their in their uh, region the two, three, and four seed. They had played in the regular season and won all the games by ten or more. Right? Yeah. And Kansas, then also, Iowa, and Virginia. They beat all of them also, already. So let's also, not act like the three seed went like and lost so to the six criminal. by thirty, and then the six got beat by twenty by Gonzaga. I just, so, I don't, again, I don't understand all the outrage. It's like, Gonzaga's been People doing hate this on to, Gonzaga for no reason. But, but I have, Gonzaga's been doing this to teams conference. all year long. Why are we all, why are you all of a sudden, like, complaining And people completely it? disrespect Gonzaga's non-conference schedule. They're like, oh man, they play in the West Coast Conference. You put them in, like, the SEC. They're like a five-loss team. Like, no did you see way. what they did out of conference? Did you see what they did at the... They play, they also, play the blue people, bloods every like, year people, and smoke them. People discredit the uh, the West. They're like, oh, they don't have the athletes. I, what? They're like, oh, I don't they don't care. They're they still are a good basketball conference. They still are yeah. a good. Ba- I would say the West Coast Conference is better than the American Conference that Houston plays in. This year, you could absolutely. Argue, you could argue it. I mean, you could argue it. Yeah. I mean, you look the at the team. Look is, at the teams. In I, I'm not I'm not saying record. I'm just saying if you look at teams. And year yeah, in, year Mary's out, are Pepperdine. they a decent are they a decent um, pro- program? Yeah, I mean BYU St. BYU Pepperdine. also made the tournament. Pepperdine's usually pretty good. St. Mary's had a bad year this year. They're usually pretty good. Usually San Francisco, usually pretty good. I mean, there you go. That's five teams I just listed off that are usually above yeah, average. And the American programs. has like three Memphis, Houston, and Wichita State. Anyway, right. I, 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 the other thing is the I'm other t- thing I'm, is I'm done entertaining disrespect to Gonzaga. Also, right? people have this idea that like, first of all, people have the idea that athletes win basketball not, games. Not in college. Nikola, not anywhere. Nikola Jokic is going to be the NBA MVP, <laughs> and he's not the most athletic dude in the NBA. This is a ball sport. This isn't track and field. Okay. I mean, look number at two. The, look at all the, the teams Kentucky has had in the last. 10 years, right? Where it's, yeah, and how many of those guys are good in the well, NBA? Well, they've like won one championship. How many of them have had good, lasting NBA careers, right? Like three dudes. And, and also just John like, Wall and Anthony Davis. How many championships did they win in college using just the, the method of, okay, we're only going to get the best athletes, right? 
Yeah, it number one, work. it's not a, a guarantee. Star, it's not how it works. Being a five, being a five star in high school doesn't necessarily mean you're the best at basketball. It means you matured early. You're big and athletic, and you dunk on people because that's what gets you stars in recruiting, mm. right? <laughs> Drew Timmy does not go out and windmill on kids, but Drew Timmy will take any Kentucky big man and school him up and on the court easily. Mm-hmm. The second thing is, let's not act like Gonzaga doesn't get good recruits anymore. Jalen Suggs was a five-star. Jalen Suggs was like the number five recruit in the country, okay? They're going to get the number one guy next year, Chet Holmgren, probably. They just okay? got a guy, too. I can't remember his name. They got another five-star, and and like, and like Hachimura was pretty high-rated, too. Wait, I'm looking this up. Gonzaga, Gonzaga gets got good recruits recruit. these yeah, days. Yeah. Two. Just because they don't get the flashy guys doesn't mean they don't get good recruits. I mean, it's the same way... Gonzaga haters annoy me. Mm-hmm. People said that about Villanova for the longest time. They're like, oh, Villanova doesn't get the athletes. And then they were in like two national championship games in three years. It was like, oh, I guess they get the athletes now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gonzaga just got Hunter Salas, number one player in Nebraska, five star, sixth best player in the country. And, and I think year. I think they're going to get Chet Holmgren too. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Probably. Who's the number one player in the country. Yeah. Who's an absolute I enigma. I mean... Gonzaga is a powerhouse school. Like, mm-hmm. they just... Do you know the reason that they play in the West Coast Conference? Because they don't have football. They had football. They would play in the Pac-12, and they would beat the brakes off of all of the teams in the Pac-12 every year <laughs> like they already do at a conference. <laughs> I'm not trying to hear, like, oh, they'd be a five-loss... Really? They'd be a five-loss team in the SEC? Really? They're Alabama? They're Arkansas? They're Tennessee? They're five-loss teams in the SEC? They're a five-loss team in the Big Ten. So what? They're Iowa? They're Ohio State? Get out of here. You sound delusional. You sound like someone who's just hating to hate. And you know what? Even if they don't win the national title this year, which they will, but even if they don't, they're still making the Final Four like every other season. So, I mean, what does that which put is more, you, which dumb is more guy that, on Twitter? Which is more than any SEC team can say besides Kentucky yeah, man. and Alaska. Hey, I won the same amount of games in the NCAA tournament as Duke and Kentucky combined this season, and I don't even play basketball. So, you know, I play a different sport, and I still won the same amount of tournament games as those two programs. So uh, what does that tell you? Anyway, back on track. Uh, so, Final Four, I assume your 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 national championship is yeah, Baylor, Gonzaga. Gonzaga. Baylor. Yeah, yeah. yeah, as is mine. I, I think Gonzaga... I think it's like a, I mean I, that one I think is close though because that, that one will be a close game now. because it is that's truly be the, the number one game. number two teams yeah and and that's that but that I still think Gonzaga wins that by ten we talk about it being close but I still think it, it'll end up being like a ten point win for Gonzaga really although, although I don't know about I don't know about that I think it's I think it's like a last shot kind of deal it will be uh, that will be I think it's game. like a last shot kind of deal Baylor has dude, those guards can you I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, now watch. It's going to be completely opposite of what I say, just like everything else in the tournament. But no, dude, I don't Houston's know. I think that's... Just watch. Yeah, dude, yeah. <laughs> the, the team that we just... Or least, is, least suspecting of. I would be just... It would be our luck, though. No. I, uh, no. I'm confidently putting my fist down on my desk in front of me and saying we will have Gonzaga Baylor and Gonzaga will be the national champion and finish out an undefeated season. Yeah. Period. I'm here for it. And they deserve it too. I too. Anything else you want to get off your chest since you seem like you got you want to take people to church today? No, I saw so many just 
so much crap on the internet about Gonzaga. It's like I'm not even a Gonzaga. I'm not even a Gonzaga fan like that. I just hate stupidity, and I hate stupidity for no reason. Like, look, like we have to deal with delusional fan bases in the Big Ten all the time at IU at Maryland, but. At least you can be like, hey, they're just delusional because they're like fanatically supporting their team. Well, and they're drinking the Kool-Aid and all that. Yeah, it's like people – I have a hard time believing that all the people who hate on Gonzaga on the Twitter are like diehard Pepperdine fans, right? No, no they're just people fans. that, like, oh, it's, I don't it's watch fans their of games. Blue Blood programs are like, oh, the West Coast Conference. <laughs> you know, like, that's people, literally what it is. Well, they're people that, that, that don't watch the games. They don't know where Gonzaga is. They don't know anything about Gonzaga, so they just assume no, and they because they've never the, heard of it. That when they're they think like that all the dudes on Gonzaga are Adam Morrison, like fundamental white guys with mustaches. Forget Adam you know, Morrison was disgusting. A bucket in college, bro. <laughs> like, uh, anyway. Michael Jordan called him the goat, dude. Anyway, all right. Anyways, sad. College basketball season is coming to a close. Yeah. But uh, hey, we've got we we've got the NFL basketball. draft to talk about coming up soon, so. That, ah, that, that's something that's better. That's, better. that's a shot in the veins right there. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> that's the show. See you.